0: Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks Podcast. It's Mailbag Monday. Thanks for joining us. We are presented by PointsBet. Make sure you use promo code CHGO when you sign up, and you'll get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. But that's not all. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you're going to get a free CHGO membership. That unlocks all of our great web content, and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. That's two grand in free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free t-shirt from the CHGO Locker, all for making a $50 or more first-time deposit at PointsBet. I'm Jay Zawoski with Greg Boyson and Mario Tiribasi. He's way over there. It is Mailbag Monday, as we said. We're going to get to your questions. If you've got any questions, too, feel free to throw them up in the chat on YouTube, and we will see them and address them as we go. But before we get started, uh, Elliot Friedman of Sportsnet was on the intermission show this weekend and had a bit of an update on the Blackhawks. Nothing too crazy, nothing you probably haven't heard before. Uh, but he says the Blackhawks are indeed testing the market on some trades. Taves, Kane's, Taves, Kane, and Jones have no movement clauses, so don't count on them. They're not on the market. Other than that, they're listening on anybody. We'll see if someone makes an offer that piques their interest. So nothing really terribly new there. The one thing that really got my attention was that Taves, Kane, and Jones are not on the market. And, fellas, we were talking off the air a little bit about there's really no point in saying they're on the market or acknowledging they're on the market until you have a concrete offer for them. There's no point in going to any of those three and saying, hey, would you consider waiving your no trade clause before you have a solid offer to tell them? Hey, Jonathan, uh, you know, Boston. Is interested in bringing you in to replace potentially replace Patrice Bergeron, if if we can make something happen, was that something you'd consider, mm-hmm. Patrick, Seth, whatever whoever the player is, I think it makes sense to have some sort of specific offer before you even ask those guys.
1: Yeah, because the the way that things would go then is if you just say, would you be willing to move your you know to to waive your clause, then you kind of open up the discussion of you know, maybe where would they wanna go. You start, you start to maybe right. narrow it from, from their standpoint. Um, but then, you know, as 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 we know in, in the news cycle, I'm sure that information would get out that, hey, the Blackhawks have asked Jonathan Tays to wave his no movement clause. Oh, right. like, like everything goes crazy. Breaking from, news. Yeah, everything goes crazy from then on. So yeah, I think for the Blackhawks, what they've been doing since Kyle Davison has taken over is keeping a lot of things close to the vest. And they haven't had a ton of time to you know, have things leak out or, or or really establish how they, you know, communicate internally. But, yeah, I think if, if you're going to one of those players, it has to be, we have this offer on the table. Would you consider it? Um, and it, I think it's in Kyle Davidson's best interests to, you know, give those players that leeway because they've earned it, obviously. Um, but also, you know, you don't want to kind of, cause any 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 you know internal strife or anything like that you don't want we've seen Jonathan Taze be grumpy this this last season you don't want what? him being grumpy next season if he's around that's a nice way to put it so I th- yeah I think if you if you have offers for those players that's when you say hey would you waive your your right move, no yeah
2: you course. just can't go right to him and say hey we want to trade you what do you th- what do you say because right, yeah. you gotta you gotta hold you gotta wear white gloves in this situation you got to be delicate yeah these are two Franchise legends these are guys are gonna have statues outside the United Center one day and uh, You got to give them the respect that they've earned in this situation and say hey, this is the deal This is the offer we've been made. We think it's really good What do you think and then they could say no, I don't want to play there and then you can maybe say okay well then where then you, do you yeah, want to you go? open it yeah. from there yeah what team would
0: you say yes to cuz i think that, yeah that cuz that's if if i'm one of those guys my first response is if they say hey would you wait if you're no moving clause i'd say to go where mm-hmm. right. that would be my first question right, right. and you, you can't go to them and say well just in general Right, because they're gonna be like, no, (laughs) right, because that's that's the idea.
2: That's the whole point of the no movement clause. Is you get to dictate where you go. Give me something. You just can't say yes. Trade me anywhere. Trade me right, f and now. You know,
0: (laughs) uh, Kyle Davidson could have. If we're talking about somebody like Patrick Kane, he could have two or three offers, and say, we're comfortable with all of these. Mm -hmm. Which of these would you? Where would you? Is most desirable for you? Mm -hmm. Because you're right, like. Look, we've been frustrated with Jonathan Taves over the last calendar year, and he has been a little pouty. He has been kind of grumpy. But he is also going to be on the Mount Rushmore of this franchise, and he should be. And he has earned the right to dictate his future a little bit. And if he wants to be here, then they have to respect that. If he wants to trade, they have to respect that, and they have to do what they can to accommodate what he wants. And that's, you know, look, when Stan Bowman gives everybody and their mother a no-movement clause – (laughs) <laughs> you know, you have to deal with with yeah. with those ramifications. You can't be mad about it. And as a fan, I'm not. If Jonathan Taze is like, no, I'm just going to explore free agency.
1: Yeah, okay. Then yeah, he ha- he contractually his, has that. His ability. contract dictates
2: that he can yeah. do that, and that's his decision. Okay, that's. Don't be mad at Jonathan Taze. Be mad at he who shall not be named for giving <laughs> him that clause. I'm
0: sorry, I named him. Yes, you did. My bad. <laughs> That's, we're going to we're going to have a
2: we're going to get a big jar. Like a kettle prod We're going to get a jar and we're going to put it here and every time someone mentions his name you got to throw a dollar in, in, in the jar. jar. And at the end of it we'll donate it to like whatever charitable cause he who shall not be named hates the most. <laughs> Like whatever issue he is yeah, flat yeah, out I'm against, gonna, we will donate to the, the, the anti-nepotism other, would, society yeah. of America. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, that could be it. Uh, <laughs> is, is there such a thing? I there, would totally donate. There to is that. now. Yeah. We're going to start. It. We'll start it. Yeah. Prevents fathers from hiring their sons. Well, um the other thing about
0: this too is they're listening on anybody and the more time that goes on and the more I reflect on this off season, I really think they're I really believe they're looking to move Dabrinkit. To I really do. I It's it's almost impossible to imagine, but just there's been no indication of any sort of commitment towards him, and everyone sort of says, like, eh, you know, they don't seem too committed to bringing him back. It's very strange. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get, like, that's the guy you're going to get the biggest return for. More than Kane, more than Taves. If someone wants to take on Seth Jones' contract, so be it. But... You're going to get the most for debrinkit but it's still like you've got him already. You've got the biggest piece to your rebuild in a 23, 24-year-old forward who's going to score 50 goals someday and is becoming an all-around player. I don't know why you're looking to move that. And I don't know if you're going to get a player back that's going to be as good as that. And that's you know that's my hesitance. But if they're going to get some giant package in return, you know, eclipsing what they got for uh, Brandon Hagel. Like, let's let's imagine they get a package like they got for Hagel but instead of radish and kachuk they get more established more proven young players mm-hmm. then it's something you have to think about but still like what are the odds that any of those picks and any of those players back are going to become as good as Alex DeBrinkart yeah. in all facets including like the leadership the marketability all those things yeah. I I would like to see Alex DeBrinkart be the face of this franchise for the next decade but I don't know it just it's just based on my gut feeling it feels like they're looking to move him and maximize the return while they can.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's it it it's the right thing to do from a rebuilding standpoint is to see what other teams are willing to offer you for yeah. that, and it has to be like you said, like it has to be something major that blows you away. That's like we can't not take this deal because they're looking to maximize, you know, the re- the return of assets. And I and I think with the Brinkett's case. Like, yeah, like, he's an established, like, elite top-tier player in the league. Um, but I think if you, if you know, if you were to get four, you know, promising future assets for Alex Dobrynka, let's say, in, in, in theory, if you get four B, B-plus assets out of it when all things are said and done, would you rather have four B-plus players or one A player? It's... That's, I don't know. Well, Yeah, I, well, look, I, I think w- it's, I, and, and maybe one of them turns into an A, who knows? But I think if you, if you have that kind of outlook, it's like, well, you, we may hit on two of these four in the future and they may be, be you know, they might be as good or better than to It's, it's, a, it's all of it is a gamble. Yeah. Obviously. I,
0: I think part of it is the, uh, the fear of not knowing how Kyle Davidson drafts, right? Uh, we have not yeah. had a draft to see how he does a drafting. Um, we also have a little bit of PTSD from Stan Bowman's drafts that have he not worked out not great. Has, That's damn two, it. It's $2. two bucks. Man, yeah. this Right in the cup. Uh, so there's just a lot of unknown. And to me, Alex Debrinket is a known young commodity who's really, really good. We know what we have in him. Right. And uh, it's hard to let go of that, but you're right. If you're going to add how many times we use the word depth when discussing the Hawks dynasty and discussing these teams in the playoffs, they can roll four lines. And you're right. If you bring in, so what's more valuable, like four Dave Bolins or a Patrick right. Sharp? Like,
2: yeah. Do you want right. do you want Patrick Sharp or do you want Dave Bolin, Christopher Steeg Brian Bickle, and you know whoever else from right. those teams? Mm-hmm. That's I mean, kind of the comp. Right? You need you need all of those to win, right? And there, there's a big difference between. Willing to listen to offers and actively and shopping. And shopping, yeah. And I don't think right. they're the shopping, Alex Debrinket, Uh I think. But they're willing to listen to uh, offers. And that's 100% the correct way to do it right mm-hmm. now. Nobody on this team should be considered untouchable or unmovable. But obviously, with Alex Dabrinkit, you're going to need to be blown out of the water like you were for... Uh, Hagel. Nobody expected. Like we all laughed when we heard the report. Oh, the Hawks are asking for one dra- one first round draft pick for Brendan Hagel. We're like, yeah, good luck getting that. If you get one first round draft pick, make that trade, mm-hmm. and then they get two and two so far yeah, serviceable players. NHL players. Yeah. yeah,
1: two guys that can step.
0: You right had in. to make that deal. Mm-hmm. So, See, and when you're when you're looking at depth, right? You're talking about organizational depth. If you've got a fourth line with Radish and Kachuk. Now you're talking. Right. Well, that's right? what they had in Tampa. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. That, like, that's the sort of thing we're talking about. And now, okay, so in an ideal championship situation, that's your fourth line with whoever at center, maybe Sam Lafferty. Lafferty, Kachuk, and
2: Radish if That's your, your fourth line. line as, that's fourth, as opposed really, to your second line, that's yes. a pretty right. good team. Right. That's, right. That's, now that's, for the that's other definitely. nine. Right. We're building our <laughs> roster the reverse order.
0: We're that's starting right. with the fourth line and yeah. working our way up. Yeah, exactly. So – I don't know. It's We're getting to crunch time here. Uh, the playoffs will be over soon. Not that we're rushing them away because the playoffs have been awesome. We'll get to those today as well. Um, but the news is really going to start picking up here around the draft and free agency, of course. It's going to happen so fast because there's literally going to be, be yeah.
2: like a week and a half between the draft and the last day of the Stanley Cup final. Like It's yeah, all going to happen super fast. And then, what, five days after the draft is free agency? Mm-hmm. And then you know, all it's just we're gonna have a whirlwind, and then it's gonna be nothing for like six
1: weeks.
0: <laughs>
2: well, we got prospects camp and all those
0: things yeah. coming up. They so there will be they, some things.
1: They got the the World Juniors moved to August, yep. so that'll be interesting yeah. too.
2: Yeah, it'll be an interesting summer, an interesting off season. Things are kind of going out of order and and uh, later than they usually happen, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, it will be a shorter off season, which is good. Yeah, because there's only so many. Uh, hey, let's talk about those those Stanley Cup uh, teams you can do before you, you run out of stuff to talk about. Well, reminder: so
0: uh, tomorrow is Top Shelf Tuesday. Wednesday, we're doing our evaluations. Thursday uh, is Throwback Thursday. We're going to be recapping the 9 '10 Stanley Cup playoffs for yeah. the Blackhawks. We yes. did the regular season last Thursday, a lot of fun, but now the real magic starts when we get into the playoffs. Yes. Uh, that so might make be a sure. four hour episode. It could be. It could. <laughs> we be. may have to
2: break that up in the point like parts. We could but. do a series every Thursday be fun. I mean we do have it's really s- extending a lot of that <laughs> content. <laughs> Well, well, let's we, we may not get through four series on Thursday in an hour. We'll have to see how that goes. We'll see. We'll have to see how and it if, goes. And if and and to let a little spoiler, a little teaser, we've got some really cool guests coming up yeah. in the next couple of weeks too. So, and hopefully more uh, to come. Yes. So, we, we, we got the off-season covered. Even when the news goes away, we'll still have some fun with it.
0: No doubt. All right, we're going to get to your mailbag questions here in a second, but first want to remind everybody that the best way to support CHGO is to go download the PointsBet app. And when you do, Use that code CHGO when you sign up. If you do that right now, you're going to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. But if you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you're also going to get a free CHGO membership. What does that get you? Access to all of our written content, access to our Discord channel, a free t-shirt from the CHGO locker, all that for making a $50 or more first-time deposit at PointsBet. It's your home for live in-play betting, and it just got even better Live NBA same-game parlay is here. The NBA Finals are happening, and I'm watching them.
1: (laughs) For the first time
0: ever, you can build the perfect live NBA same-game parlay only with PointsBet. Combine your favorite bets anytime during the game. Want more? You can also boost your live same-game parlays. Watch live, parlay live, and boost live with PointsBet. And remember, online sign-up is available right now in Illinois. Get out your phone, download that PointsBet app, and when you do use that code CHGO, what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with points. Bet gambling problem. Call
1: 1-800-522-4700. I believe this series is tied 1-1 now. Warriors sure. and Celtics. So yep. there you go. There's your, there's your talking NBA. All right. I'm informed. <laughs> there's your talking. Put me on NBA. the bull show this afternoon. <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> we are also uh, brought to you by Owen o-w-y-n it is uh standing for only what you need and it is a 100 plant-based protein shake gives you the nutrition that works just as hard as you do all of their owen products are free of artificial ingredients allergen friendly they do not include gluten or dairy and is easily digestible you may have heard about owen from chicago bears quarterback justin fields who Follows a plant-based diet. Uh, I know myself uh, trying to have less dairy, less gluten in my uh, in my diet when I can. Uh, also trying to get back to working out. Uh, have had a couple months off with uh, you know all my free time being taken up by being a new dad. So gonna try and uh, get back to, to working out a little bit. So uh, definitely gonna pick up some Owen. See what it's uh, see what it can do. That plant-based protein is uh, is something that I know I am interested in and uh, it'll be interesting to see what Owen can do for me in my, uh, my journey back to working out a little bit. Owen and CHGO have partnered up to give you an awesome offer. You can get 20% off of your first purchase at liveowen.com with the code CHGO20. Join myself and Justin Fields and try Owen only what you need, and I know if there's two people that you think of when you think of physical fitness, it's Justin Fields and myself. Yes, it is. Did you ever yes. think
2: there was going to be a day that you and Justin Fields would be on a level playing field? No, that's pretty awesome. No, but congratulations! It's, it, today is
1: the day, and I feel great.
2: That's awesome. I
0: like your excuse. You're not working out because you have a new baby. My daughter's 12. That's my excuse. Yeah, I've just been really busy for the
2: last it's, 12 years.
1: It's, a lot of free time is taken up, and I'm yeah. not working
2: out because I've been too busy following Jay's. Uh, raising of his daughter on Twitter for the last 12 years. That's my yeah. excuse. <laughs> yeah, it's,
0: it's, it takes up a lot of time. Alright, shall we get to our bulging sack male. That's
2: that's something right there. Before we do we, know, have we had a couple comments quickly. <laughs> Before that went <laughs> off the rails, uh, Corey says that you have to have faith in drafting and development. If you can't draft well-developed players, or reach their potential. It won't problem matter. The problem is 100%. we are not conditioned true. to have
1: faith in it, drafting well, absolutely. and yes. And
2: Erica says, I have learned not to assume anything when it comes to the offseason. Whatever happens, happens. That's a very good attitude to have, That's, especially since we have no idea what Kyle Davidson's yeah. track record is, what his ideas are. Right. So let's just sit back. Hop on the ride, as we used to say, and just let it happen. Yeah, you got to give Kevin, uh, Kyle Davidson, the, uh, the benefit of doubt here and let him do his thing. Yeah. Why? Well, he's not, not done anything to lose our trust yet, except right. I'm not
0: trading down at the deadline. What? Uh. <laughs> All right, let's start with My our Discord channel. Uh, Sunghyun86 asks Given the current RFA contract situations with Dominic Kubalik, Kirby Doc, and Dylan Strom, who is the most likely to re sign with the team potentially? I think it's Doc.
1: Probably. It's Doc. Yeah, yeah they're going
0: to
2: sign him. I, that's kind of out of, no out of
1: those three, It's it's. I, I think the easiest to select and say it's coming back is Kirby Doc. Yeah,
2: it certainly seems that about everything we've heard and, and just the way it's acted, it certainly seems that Dylan Strom's not coming back, but we said that this time last season. Right. Uh, and then, you know, Dominic Kubalik. is there much of a reason to bring him back at this point? Probably not. The only reason I would say
0: would be because... His value will never be lower right. than it is right now. Yeah, um, you could also let him go explore and see what's out there, and then um, come on back if and see not, like if it's, it's if you're there. willing to match yeah. it. Um, maybe he wants to change the scenery. Who knows? But um, look, that's a guy who, especially when you look at some of the names that might be leaving, if uh, Strom is indeed not going to be back, and if they do move to Brinkett, he's going to be your your top line winger with Patrick Kane, and you could probably see a pretty big jump in points just from being on the ice with him that long. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it, that, that'll be interesting to watch. But I think of those three, Doc is the most likely, and, and our buddies at The Athletic wrote about it last week, kind of trying to figure out what his deal might look like. And they sort of concluded a uh, bridge deal, two-year deal with about a $2.65 million cap hit, which is, I'll I mean, take it's... that. I'll, I'll take that lottery ticket on Doc. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I think if if that's the, if that's the gamble that he turns out to be, you know, a, if if he goes back in the right direction and turns out to be a little bit of what you thought he was going to be when he was picked there overall, I think that's that's a win. Um, but it's weird that there's this. There could be a scenario, a situation where all three of them might not be back. If 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 the Freeman report is saying that they're open to offers on on any player, Doc is in that conversation. But I think. You don't cut bait on a guy who's had Stunted development, yeah. has had Injuries slow his progression um, And is someone that you, you You took third overall in 2019 yeah. And you, you mentioned Kubelik is not is, is, his, his value is the lowest it's been Doc is in that same position Yeah,
2: what we, as we just mentioned earlier <clears throat> You know You gotta try and get full value for these guys Is trading Kirby Doc for a fifth round draft pick Value? Because even oh. if you bring him back at a, at a, at that that rate that you just mentioned, he should be able to, he better perform for you better than anybody you would draft in the fifth round next season, right? Yeah, or fourth round, whatever it is. So I think bringing Doc back at you know at a at a team friendly rate for you know two years, whatever it is, along with lower expectations for what you're going to get out of him, would be the right thing to do. You can't bring him back saying this is still our top-line center of the future because that ship is sailed yeah, as far it's, as yeah, I'm concerned. Yep. So bring him back with lower expectations and then see what happens. And then maybe, you know, if you don't, if Kyle Davidson doesn't envision him as being part of the long-term plan, hopefully he makes that turnaround and he's on a nice, friendly team deal that has still has RFA rights attached to it. And all of a sudden, that may be, become very uh, appealing on the trade market next summer. Let me ask you this. Do you have any sort of
0: desire to maybe bet a little bit on Doc? Because they're not in a horrible cap situation. And if if you truly believe that he is going to turn it around and become something close to what you thought you were getting third overall, maybe not a franchise center, but a really dependable second-line guy, would you go a little longer term, a little more money to protect yourself from, okay, we signed him to this two-year bridge deal. He broke out put up 60 70 points and now he's a free agent and we're going to have to pay him 6 or 7 million would you go like 4 4 for 4 to try to protect yourself from a potential uh you know maybe he turns yeah. the corner and becomes more effective and then 2 years from now you're looking at another big time contract you're going to have to sign I don't know I I again like yeah. there's nothing I saw from him last year that indicates to me that a breakout is coming soon
1: yeah, I, I I'm not cutting bait on him. That's right. that's for sure. But I I think if you're if you're looking at the next two three years of their cap situation, it's likely one or both of Jonathan Tays and Patrick Kane's ten and a half million are gone. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens with Debrinkhead if he's extended long term or or if he's not on the books. Um, and then the, you know the salary cap goes up, so you have some flex. They're not going to be a team that's at at the ceiling anymore. If they are things are going very wrong. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think if, if you're looking to kind of buy yourself some time before trying to, you know, if, if he ends up breaking out and you have to give him a big contract, you buy yourself some time to have some previously big contracts off the books. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm willing to go two to three years on Doc and and expect that he's going to not be the player that he's shown us and that there is more to him, that his, that his potential – It may not be what it was when he was taken third overall, but it's still potential that's untapped of being a very serviceable top six center wing versatile guy. If that's what he ends up becoming, can put up 50 points, you know, maybe surprises us, put up 60, 70. If that's his, his ceiling now and his potential, I'm willing to bet more that he can be that player than he's a 30 30-point guy who's going to be a bust.
2: I'm not willing to go past the two years, to be honest with you. He's shown he's not shown me enough to, to commit to where I would be worried about, oh, no, i got to lock him up now. I mean, the inconsistent play has been there. He's had problems staying on the ice. Yeah, true. Health-wise, it seems every year something else is going wrong. You know, he's a big guy. He takes a ton of hits. He's a target out there. I don't think he's 100% learned how to – protect himself he's a new or, marcus Kruger, right except a lot <laughs> larger and a bigger target and he just i just you know it's it's kirby my guy you're allowed to try to avoid contact on the ice you don't have to absorb all those hits you know be aware of your surroundings when a large angry man is coming at you at 60 miles an hour to maybe get out of the way but i wouldn't go past the two years I would maybe do two to where you still have, he still has RFA rights. And maybe if he, okay, now he's going to be more expensive because he had, let's not, you know, that's fine. Like, I'd rather be, what do we do now with Kirby Doc that he's good as opposed to crap, we still got this guy for two more years. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Interesting. There's a lot of ways that can go, and let's hope that that's a problem we're dealing with. Yeah, I hope it. I hope it's like, right. how do we
2: get Kirby Doc's new, brand new huge contract because he's all of a sudden really good. I hope that's a problem. Yeah. Right. Yep. Right I don't right think it that. will be, but I hope it is.
0: Uh, this one comes from Tom on Twitter. He says, "Any chance the Hawks couldn't in- acquire Anton Lindell if they took on Bobrovsky's contract from Florida? Wouldn't kill the Hawks cap wise, and Bob would keep them competitive." and would be a good bridge to Camesso, my favorite movie, or an, or someone else. If not Lindell, <laughs> who else would you want? So here's the issue. Lindell, uh, he's not an issue. Uh, 6'1", 185 center. He's 20 years old. He's got 44 points in 65 uh, NHL top, games.
1: Top 15. Pick, he, is, he is an right? issue, yeah.
2: though, because there's no way in hell the Panthers I, are trading him to oh. get rid of Bob's contract. Oh. Yeah. If the if, if Panthers call me up and say, we'll give you Anton Lundell if you take Bob's contract, I'm making that trade immediately. Absolutely. Problem is? It ain't happening. Well,
0: Bobrovsky makes uh, $10 million for the next four years. And I don't want
2: it, the Blackhawks to be that competitive the next couple of well, years. Well, that's the thing, right? <laughs> that, Does he make too them too good? Right. It doesn't and make sense. It, and
1: if you, let's say, hypothetically, things accelerate and they're back to contending in two years, then you have a $10 million goalie, which, yeah, if he's helping you in that way, that's great. But that still handcuffs you for yeah. finding maybe a free agent that puts you – Put you over the top like a Marion Hossa situation where hey, like we we got some young guys in here that have really kickstarted everything. Things have fallen into place the right way. Now we need another piece. Oh, we can't because we spent ten million dollars on a goalie. Right, and Pratt. if, Florida is, if <laughs> yeah. Florida is
0: giving you Lundell, they're not taking half of Bobrovsky's money either.
1: No, that's the sweetener. Is yeah, taking you're taking Lundell. the whole ten. Just,
2: just because you can take on a contract like that <laughs> doesn't mean you should. As much as I think Anton Lundell is is a really really good player, maybe a potential star in the making, I just don't I I don't see that b- even
1: being an offer. Like the worst case scenario is Bobrovsky plays well, but the rest of the team doesn't, and crap, we're drafting thirteenth right. instead of right. You're, third you're, or you're, second stuck, or you're whatever. stuck in
2: media, you know? Yeah, yeah. It, that's you don't want to be that competitive the next couple of well, seasons.
0: I so. mean, that's that's the issue is when you start you know, picking in the middle of the draft and you don't have anyone that's going to make a difference. That's why, like, you know, we look at the Seth Jones deal and, again, good player, glad he's here, yada, 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 all those qualifiers, but th- th- you're picking bad picks now and, it, and you, it goes to Columbus. The sixth pick this year would have been really nice. Yeah. That really could have accelerated your rebuild, right?
1: Having, having Adam Boquist on this roster, having last year's, 12th overall pick, which ended up being Cole Sillinger, who played all season with Columbus yeah. as a rookie and having this year's sixth overall pick. I mean, if we're talking rebuild, I'd rather that than Seth Jones with his boat anchor contract.
2: Yeah, a hundred percent agree with that. But you know, the he who shall not be named wasn't thinking rebuild. He was thinking, I gotta save my ass. I gotta keep my job. We need to make the playoffs.
0: Mm-hmm. I still have uh I still have nightmares though about what this team would have looked like had they not had Seth Jones, it if Adam, Boquist
1: yeah, it would have been, been not as it would not have been. Maybe we're great. talking.
2: Uh, hey, do we draft Shane Wright or yeah, you know, right, Yuri with that mm-hmm. number one overall pick?
0: Maybe because that D would have. Yeah. I, and I, lo- I really like Adam Boquist,
1: or, or I do too. <laughs> Adam Boquist, you know, he was going in. He at the end of last season, he started or season prior, he ended up going in the right direction. You know, we we talk about Doc you know, trying to turn a corner and go back in the right direction. I think we saw a good start from Boquist and then a, and then, then a, a valley, and he was starting to go back in the, in the other direction. And I think, you know, you, you, you cut bait on a, on a young defenseman like that, that, yeah, maybe he's not going to be Duncan Keith. You know, maybe that's not his ceiling. But if he's a guy that's pretty serviceable, young, and could, you know, learn to, eat, you know, learn to be a minutes eater and learn to be able to, to round out his game, I think that's something you you for a rebuilding team you would have done, but again, Bowman had no plans of doing that. Yeah. As soon as, as soon as it looked like you know there there were options to make the team immediately better, quote unquote better, um, he he jumped after him. And it could have been I'm trying to save my job. It could have been I'm trying to change the news cycle around this team. Whatever it was, yeah. it didn't work out. It and just, now we're yeah. now it, Davidson it, has to play cleanup. It just shows
2: you that. Keeping he who shall not be named for the last two, three seasons just really screwed this organization into the dark ages again. And it's going to take a long time to, to get out of it. You know, that, that blind loyalty Rocky had to a guy that, yes, was the, was the GM on three Stanley Cups. And we could debate till the cows come home on how much he actually had to do with that and how much other guys had to do with it. But, you know, that was some... Some uh, Jerry Reinsdorf esque loyalty <laughs> beyond, you know, at a fault. Yeah. That, hey, I'm sticking with my guy. And, you know, we knew this investigation was coming. He should have been put on administrative leave until it came out. But you allowed a guy that knew damn well what was going to come out in that report dictate the next 10 years of your franchise. And it's, it's, it's still, it's so upsetting yeah. that that was even allowed to happen. That this guy that you knew. Was gonna be gone in some way, shape, or form once all think. this detail came out. You let yep. him make trades like that. Everybody in that that building is is at fault for that. We can yell and scream at Stan Bowman for making. Sorry, he who shall not <laughs> be named for making. I'm in Put it the jar. I'm in the, now. Jar. I'm in in the, the jar, jar now. Jar. But he was allowed to do that, and ultimately, that's on old Rockwell for uh, you know. Yep pulling a Reinsdorf and saying, you're my guy, do what you got to do.
0: Corey in the chat has a follow-up on the Bobrovsky scene. He says, I wonder if there would be a way to work a three-team trade where a third team would receive something to retain some of Bobrovsky's salary. Those things are always a possibility, but they're almost impossible to speculate about because there's so many moving parts to those, and and they occur now and again. Um, Maybe some contender feels like they need a goalie, Toronto. And would be willing to figure something out. I don't know. Yeah. Um. But it's just they're so complicated. It's Like, of course, yes, those things could be considered, but and those
1: usually don't happen in the off season. Yeah. Like big, big three team trades, retaining salary, all that. That that those things usually seem like they're like deadline. Yeah. Deals. You,
2: you 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 look at the Edmonton Oilers. Man, bet you they wish. I mean, yeah, they're in the conference finals with Mike Smith, but. Bet you they wish they had a Sergey Bobrovsky or a Marc-Andre Fleury starting as nice. opposed to, yeah. whoops, did that just go in? Yes, it did.
0: Uh, more on the DeBrinkit thing from Bears and Hawks on Twitter. Why re-sign DeBrinkit after one of his best seasons ever? Uh, a long, high AAV deal makes him harder to trade like Seth Jones and keeps his value high. I want to keep him, but it seems like a buy-high contract that the Hawks constantly do well you kind of have to though with him. It's the, not the it's idea not giving, is not to trade him later.
1: Yeah, the, it's it's not giving him a Seabrook deal when he's 31 and Yeah, is, Arrow is still is pointed on the up on
2: The Brinkit hasn't played his best hockey yet. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah. You, you give a guy a big contract when he enters his prime or right, right before You're him.
2: wrapping him up. You're paying him for the best years of his career. Mm-hmm.
0: Now is the time to give him a long-term big do Right. You, don't,
2: you should not be signing Alex Dabrinka to, to a long-term deal thinking, well, how am I going to trade this contract in three years? Then why are you signing him to then, a Then, yeah, if, right. if
0: you don't see him as part of things yeah. in three years and you don't sign signing him Signing
2: him to a long-term big contract now is the putting it on the marquee that this is our guy.
0: Well, it's what they did with Caves, 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 Cain and Keith. Yeah. Right. They all signed long-term deals. They were all sort of not exactly parallel, but pretty much. And uh, you knew that that was your big three going forward. And maybe it will be Debrinkit, Jones, and who knows who the third is. Right. Um, Anton Um, Lindell. We just just yeah. yeah.
2: Breaking news: Hawks to acquire Anton Lindell. (laughs)
0: Um, But yeah, it's uh, interesting. We got a lot of breaking news today, don't we? Hey. Apparently, (laughs) everything's breaking. Everything is breaking. Give me them clicks, even if it's not at all what was said. (laughs) It happens. Hey. It works, I guess it works so. For the clicks.
1: Yeah, I, I, I feel like, you know, if, if, if they are committing to DeBrinket, I think this is the time to give him the long term deal. I mean, because then you run the risk. Let's say you do oh two year bridge deal for DeBrinket to get him to, you know, to to, to see UFA, to, yeah. to see what happens. But I think if you if you do that, then you run the risk of oh he scored forty five goals last year, and then he scores another forty the next year. It's like oh crap, now we got to pay him like twelve million dollars, or for, run the risk of him leaving. for Or nothing. he says yes, or he says I don't want to you know be a part of the plan anymore. So I'm going to hit the free agent market. Then yeah, then you you have so many more complications. I yeah. think this I, I've said it before. I think this summer is is the time to figure out what to do with Taze and Kane. And DeBrinket all at the same time, and I'm on I'm I am on the the boat of extend DeBrinket long term now. Yeah, um, yeah. But again, we don't know exactly what the plan is going to be from Kyle Davidson. So whatever the commenter earlier, whatever happens, happens, and we just kind of have to, you know, ride it out from there.
0: To me, there are only two scenarios with DeBrinket: sign him long term or trade him.
1: Yeah, there's no waiting in it. No
0: bridging, it none of that. No, you know, Commit
2: or, or move on.
0: Yes, either and you make him. probably wouldn't
1: even take a bridge. they would be like, why are you giving me a bridge deal? I'm a 40-goal scorer. Yeah,
0: right? I don't need a bridge. I've already yeah. proven myself. So, yeah, it's either a 10-year deal or you trade him f- for maximum return.
2: Yeah. Um, and either one of those scenarios, you know, I'd be okay
1: with. One if, thing, if there's one
2: guy you're going to commit and make the face of your franchise going forward, it's, it's Alex Brinkett. Yeah. There's yeah. no other option. 100%. Right. So you either do it or, you know. Get off the pot. You,
1: you've either locked him in long-term or you've gotten a major trade package for him. And there's, you know, immediate in the immediate future, no way of knowing if you've, if there's any wrong to that at all. So
0: so sort of on the heels of this, I had a DM on Twitter from Steve, and he said, is it? I don't have it in front of me. But it said, is it safe to assume that Tampa overpaid for Hagel? Yeah. Okay, so if that's true, and I kind of agree, yeah. we're using that trade... To inform our debrinkit opinions, but if Tampa overpaid, it doesn't necessarily mean another team's going to overpay. Right? Like uh, the Hagel package on its own, to me, is, is not enough for debrinkit. I think we all agree on that. No. But we also can't calibrate everything on Tampa overpaying for Hagel. because it's not yeah. necessarily representative of what the other thirty-one teams in, or thirty teams in the league are looking at.
1: You go You go off of the the value of the player to I think a to the team that he that they were on. And then be what they're going to be to the to the team that they're going to, and with Hagel, he he has two more years uh, left on, on on a very team friendly contract, and I think Tampa was maybe overpaying, quote unquote, overpaying because they think not only was he going to make a difference in this year's postseason run, but he's also going to be a, a difference maker for next year and the year after, and you know when he's under contract with them. So and and talk about a player whose arrow was pointing up, Brandon Hagel. Uh, I think he's, you know, got a, a bright future ahead of him. Everything he did in Chicago was great. He'll have a more limited role in Tampa, but I think they, they were betting that his trajectory is going to be, you know, higher than what Boris Kachuk was going to be or, or Taylor Radish was going to be, and he was going to be an impact player. So I think that that's why that they went more with a overpayment. Um, but I think you look at the value that Hagel had to Chicago, what he's doing and what he's going to do in Tampa – and what DeBrinket has done in Chicago, and what he his trajectory shows him that he'll probably do the rest of his career, uh, yeah, it has to be more than Hagel. I, I always think it starts with like at least three first round picks slash first right. round quality there's, there's, prospects. There's at one, least
2: that. There's one team that comes to mind. If there's a team that's going to overpay for DeBrinket, it's a team that so close, but they got to make a change. They got to shake things up can't tell me the Carolina Hurricanes wouldn't love to add add, add Alex Dabrinkit and they've got a lot of nice assets that they can return so there is a team that has a need for a guy like that to shake things up and make that next step and they also have a lot of really good young talent and draft capital to return Mm -hmm. so that could be a fit to if you go see plus man Alex Dabrinkit on the Hurricanes that
1: wouldn't be fun at all yeah but they Uh. got
2: young they got young dynamic forwards they can bring back
1: they got Mm -hmm. a lot of Great prospects, defensive depth. Yeah, Chicago. Could I mean, use. so
2: those are the you got to start looking. If if this gets serious, with the, the Brinkett stuff you got to start looking at teams that make sense. Yeah, sure, every team in the league would love an Alex to bring it on the roster, but who can actually pull off a trade, and who does it actually make sense that they pull off a trade? Mm -hmm. There aren't that many teams out there that you would put in that conversation. That's true. Carolina, to me, is the team that tops that potential landing spots. What I think
0: very similar to Tampa, like for Tampa to make that trade for Hagel, they're trying to win cups. So they're not concerned about first-round picks they identified Hegel as a player they wanted and they did what it took to go get him not every team is in that position but carolina is a team that is in that position right like i think tampa's window will probably close a little faster they've got a couple more stamkos is old headman is getting up there you know they're still really really good but mm-hmm. they know the next 2 or 3 years is yeah. their next best chance have to, to win so a lot. Yeah. let's do what we can to win another one now um carolina's probably got a little more time on their window but you're right i think they need They've got a lot of really good players, but they could use just a, a dynamic yeah. sniper they don't type have the superstar. They don't yeah. have a super, an offensive superstar, Kane, DeBrincat, Panarin type I mean, of guy. Just look at
2: the four teams that are left, yes, McKinnon, McDavid, uh, you know the Rangers have Panarin, Panarin and is the yeah. and, and, and and then of course Panarin. the Lightning. We know who's on the Lightning, mm-hmm. right. so Carolina doesn't have that guy. That's part of the reason why they've been watching the conference finals for the last couple of seasons instead of playing in them.
0: Yeah, and. Depth is great, but you do need, and I think the Rangers are good proof of this, is sometimes when things aren't going well, you need guys that just know how the hell to score goals. Yeah. And they've got Kreider and Zabinajad and Panarin, who can just any second is a threat to score a goal. And I, I love what Carolina has, has has established down there, but they're kind of samey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They've got a lot of Tavo types. Mm-hmm. And Tavo I love Tavo. is great. But he's not a guy who on a dime can change They've a game. Got a
2: lot of guys that can set up goal scores but don't have the goal score. Hey, go. look yeah. at that. Hey, there, there we go. There's your trade. Again, though, we're not trying to rush to brink it out of town no, by any but, means. But if you just you just can't say the Hawks are going to trade Alex to Brinkett, you gotta start thinking of, well, to who and for what. And Carolina is that team that that. Makes a lot of sense for a lot of reasons. Yeah, it a does. lot of the of these teams you talk about. Oh yeah, Toronto. Who, who, who are they going to give you and how are they going to pay him?
1: Austin awesome Matthews, obviously. Uh, okay, done. Yeah,
2: <laughs> that's breaking fair. news. We just traded. <laughs> we trade. just traded to bring it for Matthews. Straight up. Straight, straight up. Breaking news. Verify. out there. Give me a tweet.
0: <laughs> all right, this one is from Joe. He says, uh, unless it's been discussed already, looking back at the 2019 draft, everybody knew the draft started at number three with the Blackhawks. A lot of debate over Doc. Bowen Byram, and Alex Turcott, if I remember correctly. Now, three years later, what should they have done? Stayed with Doc, drafted someone else, or traded back to acquire more picks? Uh, I said as soon as they landed the number three overall pick that they should draft Bowen Byram. As did I. I stand
2: by that <laughs> assessment. As do I.
0: And yes, I know they had a lot of defensive prospects in the system, including Adam Boquist at the time. 2019, had they traded Yokoharu yet?
1: Not yet. They had... 2019 draft. Yeah, they because he, he was traded at the before draft before the draft at the draft.
2: Stand by, you guys talk.
1: I'll look. Yeah. Up. Well, either way, well, I, um, the despite line,
0: the glut of defensive prospects the they draft. had, uh defensive prospects are
2: tougher to develop. But bowen Byram even then was not Adam Boquist or Henry. Right. Jr. you? could see it. But he you know what would have happened now. though.
0: He would have started this. Started his career in the NHL. He would have floundered. He's not ready. Uh, and Sam Bowman would have traded him. Yeah,
2: jar.
1: <laughs> Not Damn it! In the jar. <laughs> I'm running out of money, the man.
0: This
2: this anti nepotism <laughs> side of yeah, America is gonna be loaded by the end <laughs> of this. year. get the winnings,
0: like like at the end of like let's say the end of next year, all the money that's in the then We're starting a non
1: nonprofit. There you go. I like the that. Anti nepotism right. yes. nonprofit yeah. of the, CHGO, whatever. We'll get it. We'll get it put together.
0: I, I the other guy I liked was Turcotte. That I was, was the I was on I was on, on
1: the uh, the the Turcotte bandwagon for sure, that the, that 2019 draft, going back to the to the question, what would you do with with Doc now or at that time, the 2019 draft was wide open yeah. after after the first two picks, Jack Hughes, and Capocaccio were the the one two that was set in stone. The third pick opened everything up, and. The Blackhawks went with Kirby Doc, who, when I was going through, like who, like who of these players that at number th- basically three through ten was f- was roll the dice and it's going to be one of those guys. Doc wasn't somebody that I was really looking at. No, he wasn't a guy I was wanted either. And so when when it came down to Doc, I was like, okay, like they must really believe that he's going to be something more than you know than than some of these players. I I think to that to that point, it it really wasn't necessarily take the best player available because if if that was going to be the 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 strategy it would have been Bowen Byram but they had a bunch of defensive prospects already so I think that they were going for who is the best forward that's going to be on the board for them it was Kirby Doc I I think if Doc doesn't pan out 29 that 2019 draft is going to be just a dark Cloud for this franchise for a long Especially time. Especially
2: when you look at some of the guys that were taken. Later. Oh my god! I mean,
1: Most cider Mo was
2: taken sixth overall, and that was ripped. That pick was ripped apart.
1: Byram Cider, Dylan Cozens, Philip Roberg, Trevor ziegris yeah. Vasily Podkosen, Victor Matt Soderstrom, Boldy. Boldy, Matthew Boldy, Spencer Knight, Cam York, Cole Caulfield, Alex Newhook, Peyton Krebs. Like that's the top, that's the top seventeen. Like yeah, those are a lot legit of guys there. that are going to be. I mean, very even good later players. in the
2: first round, you get guys like like Philip Philip Thomasino, who's been really good for the Preds, and and like and, him on WGN, and um, <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Suzuki. You know, yeah. he's one of those guys that, you know, there's a lot of lot of good young talent, and yeah, they missed the boat. So right that there. so
1: so yeah, I think in 2019 you were you were taking that pick third overall because of the talent that was available. There was no oh trade. I, there was no really there was no ideas of trading back to get more more picks i don't think that that was really the when when you are gifted the third third overall pick because they were going in with i think the 10th best odds to win the lottery when you're basically gifted the third round the third overall pick you you have to hit on it Man, and you? it just Doc's not, Revisionist Doc, history. Doc's not going to hit on it. Would but.
2: they have been better off getting like the ninth or tenth pick when you read, read those names? That were I think great. so. Yeah. Well, because would've.
1: then it whittles down that that oh there's so and, many and guys what? to pick from. Guess
2: what? They probably still would have had Kirby Doc at nine or
1: ten. Probably yeah.
0: Yeah, you're right about that. Well, think, hey, I'm looking at the uh, at the stats here of these guys who played so far. Uh, only Jack Hughes and Trevor Zegras have more points than Kirby Doc. Doc in 152 games, <laughs> gonna say, yeah. has 59 points. Capo uh, Caco, the unquestioned number two pick in that draft, 58 points in 157 games. So, I don't know, maybe we're too close to it. Maybe Kirby Doc yeah. is is on a proper development path. I don't know. I just thought by now we'd see a whole hell of a lot more from him and more consistently. Mm-hmm. We all, after that Edmonton series in the bubble, were like, here we go, mm-hmm. right? He was one of the best players on the ice for either team in that yeah. series, and it was like, there it is. That's what they saw. That's the guy they drafted, and then another injury. Uh, uh, unfortunately,
2: they left that guy in Edmonton.
0: Yeah, they forgot to take they forgot to take him home with them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: yeah, I was expecting him to go into that that World Juniors and just like look like a man yeah. amongst boys as as the captain of Team Canada. Um, and he might have, but and he might have, and then. Broken wrist. That was a good sound effect. Yeah, that's an I've ASMR. Broken a, I've, I've broken made, a bone or two in made my my, wrist in my day.
0: ASMRio. Uh, <laughs> you, I'm just, I'm you just. I'm just full of you're, it you're today. On today. Oh, I am the living end. Sure. This is what the people pay for at CHGL, right?
2: <laughs> this is why we have as many people in our chat right now as we do. <laughs> Uh, and thank That's you right. all for doing And
0: that. someone was looking for my things you can't say on the radio segment. Yes. Um don't think too hard. Uh, there's a lot of stuff you can't say on Lots the radio. Of things. What was the one that came up last? Oh, you can you can you, can't, uh, you can talk about the result of going to the bathroom, right. but you can't describe the act of going right. to the you bathroom.
2: Can, you can say there's a log in the bowl, but you can't, <laughs> can't tell you how can't the log say how got, it got, the got there. Bowl. Right. Yes. Right. Exactly. These are the things you miss if you don't listen every day. <laughs> Even our audio-only podcast. Just you got to subscribe on all your podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, Google, Spotify, we're everywhere. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Miss a little, miss a all lot. Right, I know I? that was a bit somebody else did. I can do know. I
0: can do one. You can say you can say damn, but you can't say goddamn. Oh uh, yeah. You can say ass, but you can't say asshole. Mm-hmm. And then the other ones just look up George Carlin and seven yeah. dirty, seven yeah, things yeah, you, you can't well, say on television. Well, can you do it
2: and... the Matt Hardy way? Can you call somebody the hole of the ass? <laughs> I don't know because you could that's, say hole and you good. can say ass, but you can't say them in that order. So You're right. Someone, it's a good loophole. You are, you are a hole of the ass.
0: I think that uh, that could work. I think. Yeah. I don't know. Don't hold. I don't know. I'm not. All right. We got to get a job in radio. Say it. <laughs> See if we get fired. You know what? I'm good. That's your department. I'm very happy where I am right now, and hope I'm here for the rest of my life. I uh, got one here from Brad uh, from Twitter. Do you expect any major trades involving the Hawks at the draft? If I'm Maybe. guessing, I think something yes. big will happen at the draft, yes. I
1: think they get into the first round. I think, you know, Davidson was interested in it but not committal. I think that was the most of his, you know, poker hand that he has shown. And I I would like to think that they get into the first round. Even though, um, you know, they, they have five picks between the second and third rounds. um. I think you got to get in the first round. Whether whether you feel feel like you can, hey, we can draft a couple good depth prospects, and and you know hopefully they trust their scouting department to hit on some of those guys. You got. I think if you got you got to get into the first round and get to that first round talent that, is, it, it, Davidson said that's where the talent is for a reason. Whether it's a deep draft this year or next year or not, or whatever it is, I think you got to get into the first round and get some get someone that is on the trajectory of this person will make a difference.
2: My only thing about that is don't trade to get in the first round, just to get in the first round right. trade yeah. to get in the first round, because you've got a guy that you know is your guy and will and be You there. need him to yeah. be, you want him to be part of this rebuild. Don't just do it to say, Hey, look what I did do it. Because this is a guy I targeted. My sc- scouts are high on him. I want him to be one of our new faces of the franchise. So that's right. why I did it. Don't, don't do it. Just don't
1: just get it. randomly get the 20th pick so you can get right. Jimmy Snuggerood because you once had his brother. Like, right. don't like that. There's no necessary. And Michael lamb Not necessary for AHL. that. Yeah. Well, that's what happens. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, that's it for the mailbag. Do you want to tell us about how to get a good start in your day there,
2: Greg? Um, yeah. Okay. I guess so. <laughs> all right. But, yeah. Well, and that. Uh, if, I guess. Yeah. All right. Fine. Uh, And if you do want to start your day with a competitive edge, you should do so by brewing yourself either an entire pot of Strava craft coffee or... You can get it in your little single cup doses as well. So me, I'm a pot of coffee guy. I don't like just one cup. I, drink, I brew the entire pot of Strava CBD coffee because it's a game changer and it's helped thousands of people improve their overall wellness and quality of life. Many of us right here in the CHGO offices are included in those thousands. Strava delivers delicious, fresh roasted specialty coffee infused with organic broad spectrum CBD. CBD from hemp doesn't make you high or hungry. And it does offer you real benefits such as feeling alert and focused without the jitters, living your day more balanced with less anxiety and fewer aches and pains. Plus, including CBD in your daily routine can even help you enjoy a more restful night of sleep. So you wake up feeling even better. Then you drink the Strava and it's like doubling down on feeling better. And the best part, Strava is all about quality. Everything is Small batch, it's fresh, it's shipped right to your home. It's delicious coffee with all the benefits from the CBD that we've talked about. Plus, CHGO listeners can save 25% off their entire purchase when you use the code CHGO25 at checkout. That's a quarter off the entire order just by using that C-H-G-O-2-5 promo code at checkout. That's at StravaCraftCoffee.com, S-T-R-A-V-A. And if you're already a big fan of Strava, you can join the Strava Coffee Club and save big money. That's where you get to tell them what coffees you want, when you want them, and where to ship it to, and they take it from there while you're saving money. It doesn't get any easier than that. Check out our friends over at StravaCraftCoffee.com. All, All right, my, we've uh, got oh, go Jimmy
1: Snuggerood and Luke Snuggerood cousins, not brothers. Wanted ah, to well then, make sure I got that right.
2: Yeah, well, screw them. We've got, we don't need cousins. <laughs> that's <laughs> enough Snuggeroods for only, me. We only get brothers in this town. <laughs>
0: All right, tonight we've got game four, uh, Colorado at Edmonton, uh, 7 p.m. on TNT. Uh, that's 3-0 Avalanche. You know the Avalanche only have two losses in the playoffs? It's pretty amazing. 11-2 uh, in the playoffs.
2: Two? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Sweat yeah. Nashville, they lost Sweat, two right. to Yep. And those two, about losses, about and those two losses came to the hands of Jordan Binnington. Yep, no, that's a shame. Hey, I mean. I hate to see it.
1: Yeah. oh, well. Yeah, uh, it'll uh, be interesting
2: y- to see. Did they, was there, I didn't check news. Was there an Evander Kane ruling yet?
1: One, g- he will miss tonight's game, so he has been suspended for the season.
2: <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. That'll teach him. <laughs> <Piss> <laughs> That'll learn that him. Guy. Screw that guy. Um, yeah, I think they
1: finish it tonight. Yeah, it's. Uh, they better, I hope so.
2: And yeah. It, and yeah. it. Put them out of their misery. Enjoy a few days off. Get some guys healthy, and then watch the Rangers and Lightning beat the crap out of each other f- for seven games, and then pick up the scraps and win your Stanley Cup. And
0: the Avs are so fun to watch. They are. So they good. are. It's
1: just
2: unbelievable. They're I so freaking good. I can't see good. anybody beating them four games in a seven-game
1: stretch. It doesn't matter. Even if it's Tampa at this point, I'm like, I don't know if they could. I don't think so.
2: They're yeah. having they're having problems with the Rangers right yeah. now, and and the Rangers don't have the speed. <laughs>
1: No, thanks. <laughs> nobody
2: has that speed. That's why they've only lost twice in the playoffs so mm-hmm. far.
0: Well, we Very. should give some uh, some some kudos to the Rangers for uh, look. They were up two nothing in the series. They got out to a two nothing lead yesterday, only to have it all fall apart uh, in the third period. Stop taking penalties, yeah, Both of those teams, yeah, uh, four power play goals of the five goals scored in yesterday's game, three two win for Tampa. Four of them were on the power play. Uh, Fifty two shots on goal for Tampa to thirty Oof. for the Rangers. That's a lot. Uh, you're just seeing the—and we talked about it last week. I said, if the Rangers got out to a 2 nothing lead, would you feel any less confident that the Lightning are going to win the series? I think we all answered no, and I, I stand by yeah. that. I that still goal, think Tampa's going to win. That
2: goal, that was a backbreaker. And can we just talk about the freaking pass Nikita Kucherov made on that? <laughs> oh, my Holy God. cow. That might be the best assist of the playoffs so far. He's so good. Just right on the tape, just— backhanded, not even look amazing. Yeah, he's, amazing. he's good for a
0: handful of those a series, wow. too. He's, he's uh, a special talent. Well, you mentioned the backbreaker, right? So the, I remember Dale Talon always used to say, the worst thing you can do is give up a goal in, like, the first two minutes or the last two yeah. minutes. Joe Quinville said did, that a lot. They did both.
2: Yeah,
0: Stamko <laughs> <laughs> scored a minute 22 into the third. That ties the game. That is a, that's a soul crusher. And then they give up a goal with, uh, what, uh, 50, 40, 40, 40, 40, some, 40, 48 seconds, seconds left something like, or something yeah, like it that. Was, it was not was not yeah. Yeah, so uh, don't make me math. I can't math time. <laughs> uh, anytime I look at the, like, the scoreboard. Oh, I, where
1: it's know. backwards, yeah. yeah. I can do Scored it. Scored in- 18 minutes in. I'm like, oh. So oh like, yeah, yeah. Or the, It says like eighteen minutes. I'm like eighteen minutes left or eighteen minutes yeah. so i
0: like, it was scored eighteen right. minutes in. So then you got to do reverse math and it's confusing. Yeah. So not a lot of time left. We'll just no, say that. it was I,
2: in the final minute of the period. It yeah. was tough. Yes. Yeah, so that's a, uh, tough, a tough, a cool tough way
0: one. to go down for
2: the Rangers. But we'll hey, see how they respond. They've been yeah. they've had their backs to the wall a bunch this year They've they've they faced elimination five times already in these playoffs and they're undefeated in games where they're facing elimination. So if there's one Pretty team good. that can bounce back. And say that's not going to bother us. It's this Rangers team; they've got resiliency coming out of the wazoo in these postseasons. I said wazoo. You can say wazoo I, on
0: a radio. I know, but, but not wazoo hole. <laughs> hole of the wazoo.
2: I can say wazoo, but I can't say what comes out of the right. Wazoo. Exactly.
0: Exactly. <laughs> um, look, I, I have, uh, I have turned. I, I'm rooting for the Rangers. I would love to see it. I think it's a cool story. Uh, I know, Greg. You cannot root for anything from New
2: York, I so hope, I hope they lose the next three games <laughs> nine to <nothing>. Sorry, <laughs> I mean it's, it's, I, it's, it's say cool. the same for the Islanders, the Yankees, the Mets. Screw New York.
1: There you go. <laughs> well, and it's it's kind of like the March Madness thing. It's like every time, every every year, there's some team that just goes on a run. And you're like, yeah, there you go, tenth seed. Like keep keep it going. Like the Rangers were not supposed to be here. No, and for them to you know have the lightning you know on their heels, it's
2: Kind of cool. Yeah, it's an impressive run. If they played in any other city in the world, I'd be <laughs> all over them because they're a likable right. team. Right. They yeah. got some great players. Mika Sabanajad is a beast. I would love him in a Blackhawks yeah. uniform. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I I just sorry can't do it. If they were the can't do it. If can't if, if it. they were the you know uh, Kansas City Rangers, I'd be sporting <laughs> one of their hats right now. But they're not. They're there from New York, go. so. I hope you lose every game yeah. you play in from every right. eternity.
0: I don't have the hatred for New York you do. I I went once, I'm like, yep, it's very busy and there's a lot of tall buildings. And uh Sounds familiar.
2: Yeah. But that doesn't make them any better than anybody else. We got that here. I just
0: think like for New Yorkers to have a complex where they have to constantly remind you you're from they're from New York, it's weird. It doesn't track. It's like you're the you know, from everyone believes that New York is, like the number one spot in the world for culture, right? Or at wow. least in the United States. Because right. why do you have? A... Us, they have to remind us of that, right? So why do you have that complex? Right. You shouldn't have the complex. That's why that's I hope the...
2: they never have any sports success to knock them down. A All right. too. Fair yeah. enough. There you go. Same thing with Boston. Piss
0: anyway, go too. Rangers. <laughs> I want the Rangers to beat the Lightning. Go Lightning. All right.
1: Well, G- give me some abs, Brandon Hagel goals. Abs and abs and Oilers tonight, seven o'clock. I. I got handshakes around ten o six p.m. I hope so. Yeah,
2: I think it, I think the Az will score early and score often and put the put the Oilers out of their misery. Yeah. Also, right.
1: also happening at seven o'clock tonight. Oh, yeah. I want to just do a little shout out here. Oh, pull up the info. One second. I know this is great.
2: No, it's good great stuff.
1: stuff. Also happening uh, at at eight o'clock, actually eight o'clock central, uh, is the opening game of the U eighteen women Wor- women's world championships in Madison, Wisconsin, USA, taking on Sweden tonight. Those games can be found on NHL Network and I believe awesome. ESPN Plus as well. So shout out Very to cool. the U uh, eighteen Women world. I will be checking that tonight.
2: game out when the Aves are up five nothing in the second period and it's not worth watching. I will definitely flip over. To, Sounds good. By the way, let
0: me shout out ESPN Plus as a concept here you're able to find whatever sport you want pretty much all the time for five bucks a month. Uh, My family has been consumed with the college softball world series because we are bandwagon Northwestern fans. And they said that this college softball world series is the most attended of all time. Wow! There's a correlation there that people can find the sport easily and watch it Mm -hmm. at any weekend. There's 10 to 15 college softball games on for my daughter and her friends and me as a coach to watch And whatever your sport is, lacrosse, soccer, tennis, whatever, it's there and it's accessible. It is a great thing. And I know people roll their eyes at ESPN and all that stuff, and there's good reasons for it. But ESPN Plus is a great value, and it's awesome, and it is doing so much for fringe sports that Mm -hmm. need coverage. Mm -hmm. Almost every college softball game is on every weekend, and we are front and center watching it. So if you don't have it, check it out you it's get the, almost every uh, NHL out of market game too and oh, yeah. there's
2: a ton of college hockey on there yeah college, hockey, college uh, hockey world world hockey yeah they there's, do they do a great job of, of yeah if you're if you're not into just hey I just going to watch whatever the game of the week baseball game is and you you got to it's great. It's and it's so affordable. The people mm-hmm. are like, "Oh, this is an ESPN only plus only game. The Blackhawks, that's the only way you can watch it." I don't want to pay fi- like whatever. Just, do your 7-day
0: trial and I think you'll after 7 days you'll
2: bundle it with Disney Plus, watch Obi-Wan and you're, yeah. you're good.
0: Yeah, you can go. watch Shorzy and Letterkenny on and Hulu too. It's there you a, go. This is not an ad by the way. <laughs> no, <they laughs> are. this are. is <laughs> just yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. I ha- I have it through Hulu. It's and and yeah, whenever I pull up the the Hulu like sports menu, I always see all these just random things I would have never had access to. And they're all on ESPN plus. So yeah, I mean, if they're really, you know, the, the, the model of like sweeping up the like fringe stuff, it's working. It's great. And it's, and it's great too for a tournament tournament like this um, to have that exposure because I, I I may be mistaken, but I think this was the tournament either two years ago or a year before whatever the, the broadcast was like a ring doorbell.
2: Yeah, it was, it was like the, 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 what do they call that? The bird eye, fish or eye, like fish eye. Yeah. yeah. And it was like,
1: from it was a static camera. It was it like was a fish eye. It was terrible. And it was, it's it like was an
2: insult. It was a slap in the face. It was awful. To the, so, to the so hats plane. off to NHL
1: yeah. Network for getting that. Um, you know, on, on on their network, ESPN Plus. I know in Canada, it's it's all covered on TSN. So, yeah, that that gets going tonight. So if you uh, if you got a multi multi TV setup, put Oilers uh, and uh, Avs on one the women's world's on the other. Got an
2: iPad and a TV. You're good to go. There you go. go.
0: Should be fun. All right, thanks for joining us today. We'll be back tomorrow with Top Shelf Tuesday. Topic to be determined. We're going to have our post-show powwow here and uh, figure out what it's going to be, but it should be a lot of fun. It is every week. So join us 11 a.m. live tomorrow, and make sure you are subscribed to our YouTube page. Turn those notifications on. Uh, CHGO Sports is the page. And follow the podcast and all the CHGO Sports podcasts on your podcast app. Follow this one. Follow CHGO Bears, Cubs, Sox, Bulls, Sky, Red Stars, Fire. I think I got everybody. Follow all of them. Turn those notifications on. So as soon as a new audio podcast drops, you've got it. You're ready to listen. And we greatly appreciate it. reminder, we are presented, as always, by PointsBet. Use that promo code CHGO when you sign up, and you'll get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. For Greg Boyson and Mario Terabasi, I'm Jay Zawoski. Thanks so much for listening to the CHGO Blackhawks podcast.